right there in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Wow. 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 What an awesome, awesome move of the spirit. Look, I, I'm, I'm a Methodist at heart. I'm going to let you in a secret. So all this running and shouting backflips and stuff, I, you know, I have to get used to it. But I know God is in it. And so I also want you to know that God is in the still small silence sometimes. And so I want us just to take a moment and just, just sing a song of thanks even to the Lord. And just, just for a moment, just think about all the things that God has done. Even to be in this house today with all these fine people. I mean, good morning to you all. Those of you who don't know me, before we sing, I should introduce myself. My name's Ohenia. Sorry, I'm not Bishop Brian Green. But Bishop Brian is uh, in Romania ministering. And um, is it wonderful to have a pastor who goes to Romania instead of St. Lucia for vacation? No. <laughs> no, he's not on vacation, but he's doing the Lord's work. How many people know that their church is Romania that need the Lord? And so he's going to be there for several weeks. And so as a church, we have the opportunity to pray for him. And I want us to start with this song. And then after, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ask, uh, you know, Colin, if you come up and pray for them. Okay, after this, because we, we, we believe that prayer changes things, right? That the name on the door in this church, Pentecostal, but it's the church of Jesus Christ. And so we believe that prayer moves, so we're going to secede for them in, in Romania. But everyone's like, what song are you going to sing? You know, everyone knows I love to sing, but I'm kind of a back of the choir singer, you know? And when, when I was in the gospel choir, then you were in the back. You're way back choir. But, but, but you're going to have to bear with me, right? The, the song simply says, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Stand to your feet, please, and give the Lord some thanks. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank the Lord for your family. Thank you for your life.
some churches and one of the things that they said to us about this church was that they appreciated the way they really understood the sermons because a bishop makes an effort to focus on the children and that makes a difference and so I want to honor that tradition by asking some, for some volunteers from Sunday school and I have some volunteers please 
Yes, of course, my kid's in the front row. Is there anybody else at all who wants to do this? Well, my kids are going to get conscripted. I just need two kids. Look, you know it pays to work in the house of the Lord. Amen. Come on up. 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 What's your name? Adam. Adam, thank you. Adam over here, Jamie over here. Perfect. Okay, so we're going to have a little bit of a competition, okay? Um, and so you can ask, you can get some help. So any kids on this side can help Adam and Dave, but the only people who can move are kids. Only children can move, okay? Only children can move. So you're going to have one minute, and I'm going to put up, let me see, do I have my slide clicker? Robert, don't kill me. I'm going to put some, uh, some pictures of people on the screen. And you have, so Adam, this side is yours. Jamie, this side is yours. You have to see if in one minute you can get answers to who all the people are and what they do. Okay, if you need to bring people up here, you can bring people up here. Okay, so I'm going to need a minute to go. I see the clock. So I'm going to put the names up. So now this is like, you know, this is like, um, you know, what's that name? Who, you know, how you become a millionaire or something. And you got whoever can help them, help them. Okay. So here, here, here goes. Oh, sorry, I went too far. Three people, go, one minute. If anyone on this side, help them. Anyone on this side, help them. Wait, wait, and what they did. You know, there might be some smart people in the back of the church, too. You might want to, you know. Wow, this church, we need to work on helping these kids, you know? Just left them alone. Mm. I know. Okay. Are you a child? Twenty seconds. Seven, six, five, one, done. Give them a round of applause. Thank you, thank you, thank you for playing. Okay, so let's see which team. So we're going to go first. So first, I'm going to ask team one. You guys are going to, let's start with the person on the left, the furthest left. Does anyone know who that is? Ryan Stevenson, give him a round of applause. That's your answer. What's your answer? The person, the person, the person on the left. Brian, okay, so one point each. Great. Now, who can tell me what Brian Stevenson does? Uh-oh, this side. He's a lawyer. He's a lawyer. And what does he do? He gets people off of death row. Okay, so let's go on to the, the couple in the middle. 
Let's start with this team this time. The Fullers. The Fullers. Who are the Fullers? Do you have the answer too? They build houses. They build houses. Yes, I will give you that. I'll credit that. You know who they are? There's a big clue based on t-shirt. I know, I, on this. So, yes, you want to add anything to that? Uh, they're the Fullers, and they're the founders of Habitat Humanity. Thank you. Thank you. Well done. Now, let's look at the third person over there. Who is that? We'll go back to this side. Mother Teresa. Mother Teresa. And what did she do? She helped what? The poor people. She helped the poor people. Yes. Anything you want to add to that? She's Mother Teresa, and she, like, washed poor people's feet sometimes. Yes, she did. She helped the poor, the lame. Thank you very much. Did these kids not do an awesome job? Amen. Amen. That is awesome. Well, look, it pays to serve in the house of the Lord, so you're going to need to go ask that lady there for money, that lady in the front row right there. She's going to give you something. And, and if she doesn't have it, uh, go ask my, my arm bearer, Deacon Eric, okay? Because you know Uncle Lowe's cheap, you know? <laughs> you know, cheap and broke, you know? Amen. The Lord provides. The Lord provides. Don't look at, don't judge me. Judgment coming from the crowd. Judgment. But thank you. I put these three people up there because I wanted us to understand something about making an impact. You see, we're all here today because we're, 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 we're here engaging with God. And all these people took that same opportunity to engage with God and made a tremendous individual impact. Brian Stevenson, you're talking about condemned people. If you're on death row, that's the manacle. He's freed over 300 people on death row. This is a single focus mission. People are going to be killed by the state. Single focus. The Fullers in the middle, they built houses over in the Congo, then Zaire, as well as Habitat for Humanity started there. They had a vision there. They sold everything they had and determined that what they want to do is build houses. And they said, we have a crazy idea. We're going to get people to build houses for free. I feel like, wait, what? For free? We're going to work for free? How many people have ever done a Habitat for Humanity project? It's, it's amazing, an amazing vision. And Mother Teresa, this modern-day saint, do you realize we only know of her because she sat in some slums with some lepers? That's all she's famous for. When I Googled her, someone said, why is Mother Teresa famous? Because of her incredible grace. What she did was so exceptional. Now, this got me thinking, I thought, these things are not the things we could do. Amen, church? These are things we could do. But so why don't we do them? Why is it a few people who do these exceptional things and the rest of us, well, we're working on it. God's not done with us yet. But I want to talk today about the potential of your individual impact. All that dancing and carrying on we did is supposed to have an outcome. Right? If, if church doesn't leave these four walls, we have failed. I don't care how hard you dance. I don't care how much you saw God in here. If you don't talk to anyone outside this, what are we doing? What is the purpose? 
Why are we here? And so I, I want to talk to you guys on a topic today. My title is, <laughs> Do You Want to Be Well? Robert, I think I broke it. Oh, there we go. Okay. Do you want to be well? Hear me. Do you want to be well? I know what you're dealing with. I know how hard it is to get here, how much effort it took to get here today. I know how much the struggles that you are facing, because I'm facing them too. Do you want to be well? I was in the grocery store and I saw a man and he was checking out and I, I you know, and I was, I was standing there now. I'm one of those people who goes because the grocery store, you know how the grocery store, if you have, if you don't have enough money, the grocery store, for those of you who are like me, you'll know if you can tell you exactly how much is left. They'll be like, you have 3150 left on this card if you choose to use that, right? Now the store owner, the, the person who was checking out said it kind of loud that time. And so I, we all turned and the man, he had something. And I saw this man look at his kids and be like, okay, we don't really need toilet paper. This, you know, <laughs> it's all good. We can smile without toilet paper, you know. We don't need Listerine. We just stand a little farther apart from each other. Move back, move back, you know. He was playing it off. Real needs. And I looked at him and I thought, man, I wish I could help. Do you want to be well? My wife and I have been married for, since 2004, 15 years. I can do math. I can't remember the date, but I can do math, you see? That's, that's, that's the key. And we are just now doing a financial course. We're just sitting down and getting the same page. You see, Regine comes from a very different kind of life than I do. People who know I say amen. And I come from a different kind of life. I'm more the village side, you know? A little more humble. And after 15 years of marriage, we are finally sitting down and getting on the same page with our finances. 15 years. I've had multiple jobs. We have four kids. We bought houses. And it's been a financial mess the whole time. Do you want to be well? I talked to a brother who was helping me prepare for this word. And, and he said, you know, oh, man, I wish I could come up. God is doing the main thing. These are all the points I had. And he dropped half this word into my spirit. He gave it to me. He said, this is what, that point changes, changes. This is what God is saying. This, this, this. And he said, I said, man, why don't you preach these things? He said, well, you know, my marriage isn't really good. And, um, and my wife just wouldn't have it. And, and I'm making lots of good money. So, brother, you just go ahead. I'll pray for you. Hey, we're leaving for a cruise tomorrow. Enjoy. And I also went on the cruise. And he sent me a text. How's it going? Oh, man, that would be dope. He's got all the potential. Do you want to be well? The, the keystone verse that I want to talk about, when I say keystone, I mean the verse that this came from, comes from Jesus meeting this, 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 this man by the pool and asking him these exact questions. After 38 years sitting there, Jesus asked him, do you want to be well? And it seems off-putting, and it seems odd. But there's power in it. And I'm going to explain to you today why I'm asking this question. So, we are going to get right into the scripture to see Jesus in action. And we're going to analyze these two stories together. And I just, I just pray that as we're going through this, that you would have the same understanding that I do. So this is what we're going to do. 
sorry, my West African skin is not made for this cold weather. So bear with me. So when I read a scripture, what I want to do is I'm going to share what I see. But you should be sitting there thinking about what are the things God is revealing to me, okay? So what are the things that you are hearing? And that way we work together on this, okay? You can talk back to me. We will do it. So I'm going to need some help in reading. And so I'm going to go to ask my wife if she would read the scripture for me, the first one. When they had crossed over, they landed at Gennesaret. And when the men of that place recognized Jesus, they sent word to all the surrounding country. People brought all their sick to him and begged him to let the sick just touch the edge of his cloak and all who touched it were healed. Any thoughts on this verse? You're going to, we're going to work today. This is not Ohenny Sweat up here, and we just sit here and listen. No, no, no. You came to the wrong service today. We are going to do this thing together in the back over there. Stand up and shout. Mm -hmm. All who touched him were healed. Go ahead, Vaughn. People were desperate. People were desperate. Any other observations? Yeah. When they recognized where Jesus was, they told him. They told other people. Yes. People knew his reputation. Yes. There was a lot of sickening suffering. Thank you. I, I want to stay. I want to stay on that last one. There was a lot of sickening suffering. People of God, there's a lot of sickening suffering. I would dare say there's a lot of sick and suffering today. There's a lot of sick and suffering. People who are desperate in need. They, look at what happened in this verse. Jesus comes out of the boat. 